What is up, guys? This is Louis. Man, I am excited to finally start this. Uh, this is the first episode, and finally, I will just say finally because for so long, I've been asked to write reviews on movies that I've watched and all of that different stuff. And the reason why I didn't do that is because I believe no one would care to read them. And the reason why I believe that is because I really don't read movie reviews. Uh, so why would I write them? But what I would do is I would listen to a spoken review as long as it was concise. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So with that being said, uh, I'd like to begin this by first uh, sharing a little bit about this idea, this podcast. I entitled it After You've Watched. And it's meant to be a few things. First, it's meant to be short and concise. I'm not here giving a critical analysis on a movie. Um, and yeah, it's meant to be short. Um because who needs ramblings, right? It's also uh, meant to be listened after, and I cannot stress this enough, after you've watched the movie. Why? Well, because I, as I review the movie, I will reveal some spoilers. And I don't want to spoil the movie for you um, unless you want it to be spoiled, and that's cool. But go watch the movie. I mean, come on. Uh, it's also meant to be taken purely as opinion, uh, to start a dialogue with yourself and with myself. Listen, I'm not an expert at film analysis or film reviews. I am, I just love watching movies. And if you're listening to this, I suspect you love watching movies too. And I also suspect you are not an, an expert either at this. So yeah. Listen to it. If there's something that uh, throughout this whole thing that resonates with you and you say, hey, I, I love that comment you made. Talk to me about it. I want this to be a dialogue. I want this to continue. And if there's something you disagree with, especially talk to me. I want to continue to learn and see areas in which I've missed. Um, let's go right into it. As I mentioned, I am reviewing the movie It Chapter 2. Um, and if you're like me, Man, you've been waiting for this movie since 2017. Um, and for me, personally, it didn't disappoint. But the reason why it didn't disappoint is because I didn't have high expectations for this movie. See, I knew it was going to be tough uh, to outdo the first installment um, of this story. And I knew, man, it was going to be tough to convince me that adults were afraid of clowns or the various forms that it takes um so yeah i didn't have high hopes for this movie uh but before i hit on what worked for this movie let me begin first with some of the negative stuff and what didn't work uh one of the biggest things that uh didn't work for me was that it was long it was almost three hours long guys that's ridiculous i'm not sure if this was an editing issue i'm not sure if this was a uh directorial issue or a writing issue um perhaps if i watch this ever again uh then it might become more clear maybe you know uh what it might have been but what i do know is that it was about an hour longer than what it should have been 
Uh, so that was a a big mark against this movie for me. Another big thing was that, uh, man, the movie trailer hurt a great scene. Probably one of the best scenes in the movie. My favorite scene in the movie. And that was when Beverly returns home and meets this creepy old woman. Um, man, that's the best movie in the that's the best scene in the movie and I saw it multiple times before I even watched the movie in its entirety. Man, the trailer in my opinion should have been more mysterious. Um listen, everyone who saw it in 2017 was sure to watch it chapter 2. So, man, you guys didn't need to give us anything. We already had this built-up anticipation. Um but Needless to say, that's the norm in mainstream Hollywood cinema. The trailer for most movie gives away way too much. Um, lastly, and this is nitpicking uh, to the extreme. Man, I could have done without the whole bad ending running gag. Uh, everyone knows that Stephen King wrote a horrible ending to the book It. So with that being said, I'm sure there was an expectation to see uh, maybe an anticipation to see how this movie would deal with the ending. But, man, there was this running gag. Uh, yeah. It began with adult Billy, uh, who in the movie is somewhat a famous writer. Uh, and he's wrestling. We, we see adult Billy. Res the first time we see him, he's wrestling to write a decent ending to a script that is adapted by his own book. Um. And as he struggles, he's summoned by uh, the director of that film and his actress wife, who both tell him that they hate his original ending. Um, now, when I first heard this, I chuckled and thought, hey, that's a cute tongue in cheek joke. Um, but then I didn't think about it again until I heard it again uh, when he goes to buy his childhood bike and the store clerk tells him, that he didn't care for the ending of his book. And who is that store clerk, you might be wondering? Yes, that's right. It's Stephen King himself. I don't know. I just thought it was a bit lame and overdone. But I guess that's a cool little factoid for people that know that the ending was crap. I don't know. Uh, but enough with the negative stuff. Um Let's talk about the fun stuff. What worked for this movie? First, I thought, personally, the editing was creative. Um, the concept of mixing scenes with the Losers Club as adults and as kids, even sometimes overlapping them, uh, it could have been seen as a bit distracting. Uh, but I personally thought it was a great way to keep the audience actively listening and watching uh, throughout. Um, but with editing, man, I have to give a pass to the CGI department. Um, if you watched and thought, why in the heck does Finn Wolfhart look and sound so weird? Then you're not alone. <laughs> this is why I give the CGA, CGI department a pass because, man, two years have pants, passed since the first installment and... With that, the child actors have grown and matured, uh, both in appearance and in vocals. So to counteract this, obviously, you have to alter their looks with CGI and pitch their voices. But 
that's tough. So I don't hold it against them. Um, concerning casting, man, I thought the adult counterparts were perfectly casted. And don't get me wrong, wrong. Would it have been cool to see Chris Pratt as an older, more handsome Ben? Definitely. Um, but Jay Ryan, um, who was an unknown to me, I thought did a good job. Uh, and he was equally as handsome, which give it to him, you know. Would it have been cool to see Joseph Gordon-Levitt as um, an older Stanley? Initially, I thought so. But, guys, Andy Bean, I think, did a great job portraying, even though it was briefly, because, spoiler, he kills himself. Um, yeah, portraying the timidness of Stanley. Um, and everyone can argue uh, that it would have been phenomenal to see Chadwick Boseman as an older Mike but Isaiah Mustafa that dude acted like an older Chosen Jacobs um, Chosen Jacobs plays the younger Mike uh, just in case you didn't know who he was but with all that being said man kudos huge kudos to Rick Delia uh, who was the casting director for It Chapter 2 guys the world wanted an all-star cast and he arguably gave us something that was far better. So kudos to you, Rick Delia, if you ever listen to this, which would be amazing. Uh, kudos to you. With that being said, uh, I thought the acting performances were solid. Jessica Chastain did well, and that's not surprising because she is an Oscar-nominated actress. Uh, James McAvoy, probably my favorite acting performance in the movie, as long as your name isn't Bill. Um, segueing right into that Bill Hader man everything this guy does makes me so happy um, and Bill Skarsgård man he's got a bright future ahead of him he's still in his 20s and I think he's going to be serving up great performances for years to come well let's put a bow on this thing out of 10 I would rate this bad boy a solid 6.6 uh, it's a fun little movie and I'm glad I watched it uh, but very unlikely for me to watch it again um, one thing I want to do throughout all of these things is give you a favorite quote uh, in the movie and one of my favorite quotes in this movie has to come from Bill Skarsgård himself as he's portraying Pennywise he says for 27 years I dreamt of you I craved you I've missed you man super creepy well time flies when you're having fun I'll see you guys on the other side thanks for listening bye